0: Welcome to QED42's podcast, DesignWise. I'm your host, Priyanka Jeff, and I'm a design writer at QED42. This is the third episode of the podcast, and our guest today, Jyotsna Gupta, is a senior product designer with ZipTV. The story of her career gets as interesting as it goes and fits today's transformed dynamics of remote work. Today, Jyotsna will be speaking with us in detail about key shifts and innovations happening in today's most relevant topics, which are working from home, team management, and conducting online design sprints. Hi Jyotsna, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: Hi Priyanka, I'm good. How are you? It's been I'm a great. really long time.
0: Yes, it's, it's been really long. I think uh, the first that we met was in 2005 and departed in 2009. (laughs) That's
1: right. Almost 16 years, right? Wow, I'm old.
0: (laughs) No, no, that's just the only thing here here is we go a long way.
1: I know, I know.
0: Okay, so what have you been up to? Uh, uh, Tell us something about yourself.
1: Sure, Uh, so currently I'm working with Zip TV, which uh, is a startup here in San Francisco. Uh, I've been uh, with Zip for the... Longest time, I guess four years now. Uh, Zip TV recently got acquired by Sinclair Broadcast Group, and I'm working here as a senior product designer slash uh, design manager. Uh, I've been working with the team for a while now. Uh, As you know, you know we started our careers design uh, career basically together at Nift, so that was the beginning of uh, you know design seed of design and the foundation of it. From there on, I went on to work uh, for export houses, uh, did a few freelancing work, did a lot of graphic and print development, and uh, from there on moved on to becoming a design faculty at Amity University for a bit. Uh, And all this uh, previous experience that I gathered really made me think more towards the shift of, you know, industry, graphic design, and how it was transitioning towards more of digital platform and how the products were being used. Uh, So that's when I, you know, decided to, pursue my master's at New York University in digital media design uh, and uh, do my specialization in uh, uh, user experience. Uh, This was the time in New York, you know, when I worked on many different projects uh, for different stakeholders, helped them in designing different platforms. Um, And I would say this was the time, you know, when I really got into the aspect of understanding what you know what a user is what user research is how do you conduct these interviews do usability testing do you know basically understand the nits and grits of uh, user experience process the designing process but also be able to work with these stakeholders and understand and develop uh, designs from scratch so that was a great time of learning for me I worked on different projects uh, for Crozier Fine Arts, Box Butler, uh, did a project for Samsung as well. Uh, also did my internship at uh, New York Hall of Science and Access Technology in Dallas. So there was a lot of you know, smaller projects, bigger projects that I was heavily involved during these uh, three years. And then I worked for uh, Sotheby's Institute of Art as well for, uh, as a product designer for a while. Uh, all this time, you know, I realized that I I had a lot of uh, experience with different uh, industries and technologies, and uh, so I was happy to do that with uh, and learning about uh, different users and different clients and working with different stakeholders. But I also understood that you know I wanted to focus on one particular technology and also one uh, particular industry, uh, and that's when I decided to come to Silicon Valley and move to Bay Area, uh, and. Uh, I've been pretty much with Zip since then. It's been a pretty exciting, you know, uh, journey so far. So, uh, which which comes with its own, you know, uh, ups and downs. But then uh, I, I would say I've really enjoyed this uh, experience and, you know, I'm learning every day as we go. And especially this last year for us, you know, it's all all been crazy as uh, we've all, you know, never experienced a pandemic before. So. Uh, this is what uh, is going on in my life and you know I've been really happy and really lucky to be working uh, during this time when you know people have lost their jobs as well so really grateful for that also I got to spend this quality time with my 17 month old daughter working from home all this while so you know I've been really happy doing that so yeah I mean that's 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 how it's been
0: that's been a great journey. I mean, I loved hearing the part where you said you're a faculty, so did you enjoy teaching
1: yes i I enjoyed it immensely, and I never thought that I would get into teaching, but that that time I would say was really uh you know uh, interesting because there's some something about not just design but there's also you know uh, the idea of how do you solve a problem and then how do you impart that knowledge of you know design and concepts to your uh, students and uh, be uh, you know it feels like you're a part of something that's really special when you're teaching so uh, and then when they do come up with their different you know innovations and their own concepts it's amazing to see that you know getting through so yeah, it's it's it was a great part of my experience, which I think so really helped me uh, decide on doing my masters and you know decide and pursuing what I really wanted to do. So yeah, it was a really important part of my uh, initial years.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. So uh, Jyotsna, you also mentioned about like the last year in the pandemic and you know mm-hmm. you were working. Home with a 17 month old daughter who's like really adorable, like I've seen her. Many. Thank
1: you. So is your so, son.
0: <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, what I would like to know more is that you know, remote working has its own numerous benefits, you know, mm-hmm. but people are still struggling with the uh, Zoom meetings and you know, there are parenting distractions. So, right. is it manage working from home when you're a parent or the integration of work and home inspires you to do better and be better at work?
1: Mm -hmm. That's actually a great question and I feel you know we should definitely talk more about this everywhere and really normalize uh, you know these distractions that are caused by babies or you know pets (laughs) during your zoom calls and meetings because you know really we're all human beings here trying to do our best and with what we have and this pandemic has really thrown that curveball in front of us. And, you know, teams are understanding people more. They're empathizing more because they're also going with the same, you know, they're going through the same uh, uh, emotions. They're going through the same struggles as us. So I think it's uh, something that's changing, but obviously every change takes time. So, but I, I I definitely think remote work comes with its own challenges. There There is no, you know, segregation between work and home uh it really becomes a thing where you're actually thinking about work 24/7 and then working more than 8 hours on a daily basis so i mean it's 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 a challenge for sure uh but i also feel like you know for me what worked was because i i was always working in a remote team since my some team members uh my team of designers and some engineers sit in russia and other parts of europe so you know i've always been okay with working remotely and uh, and it's worked good for us because uh we get our work done and we are very you know very in a very smooth and ineffective an effective way Uh, since we have these uh, times, difference of time zone. But, you know, what works wonders for us is uh, uh, the Russian team works in an MSK time zone, but then uh, they work from uh, 2 p.m. to 11 p.m. That's their schedule. So that works really well with our schedule because uh, we are able to do our, like, first half of the day. We can do those calls and, you know, uh, conduct our uh, sessions, design sprints and all of that. Uh, and then uh, I get to spend the uh, other half of the day, you know, uh, gathering all the feedback from the clients, the stakeholders, and do all of that part. So, and then the next day we meet again and discuss, you know, uh, the session that I had with my, uh, you know, uh, the findings that I got. So that means it really works well for us. Uh, uh, and I feel like there are so many tools right now that we have that, you know, makes uh, all this communication and all this uh, a success. I know some parts of, uh, you know, uh, in the world, we have issues with the internet, but luckily, I mean, our teams don't face that. So uh, in that context, we're lucky enough. Uh, we've got great tools to work and communicate to each other. Slack is one form of communication that we use on a daily basis. I mean, anything that uh, we're discussing uh, from, you know, vision or any idea or any concept and, uh, any comment or uh, on a particular design or a feature that we have. So we use Slack for that. Uh, but then we have uh, Jira uh, that we use. That's, that's basically an agile sprint that we go through. All our stories and tasks are uh, assigned on Jira. So we are tracking that there uh, with all the UI mockups and prototypes all attached to it. And Confluence is, again, uh, Wiki is another place where we do all the documentation that we need to for a particular feature or a product that's going on. So, and then Miro that we use is for uh, whiteboarding. uh, And then there's uh, InVision and uh, InVision Freehand, which is, again, used a lot for our design sprints uh, and general activities as well. So, you know, all this uh, remote uh, work works for us because uh, we understand each other. We understand our uh, issues and we understand the problems one faces, but then we are comfortable and, you know, adaptable to all situations. So we know sometimes, you know, Uh, sometimes the team's morals are down or something some person is going through personal stuff we give them that leeway and then you know uh, adjust to meetings schedule these meetings if not uh, or reschedule these meetings you know depending on how everybody is Uh, so we have that uh, kind of you know freedom to us uh, attached to all this remote culture that we have so I mean everything has its own challenges but then you know you got to live with the what you have and then make the best of it. So, yeah, that's what we're trying to do here.
0: All right. So um, what I understood from the whole conversation that we just had is that productivity has actually become a focal point here and there are more tools mm-hmm. being developed and being. there is more innovation around technology and it is facilitating more collaborative processes, keeping teams more connected and more engaged in projects. So what I would like to know more from you is that, that what is what are the processes that you follow like is there a certain way that you guys come to a conclusion you mentioned design sprint right so can you can you tell us more about that
1: sure so i mean as you talked about the tools right we have different tools that we use uh, for a design team i mean uh, the basics are there we use sketch there is figma uh, there is Zeppelin uh, that we use. So there's there's a lot of uh, you know different uh, design uh, tools that we already use. There there are you know there's Slack as I mentioned, and there are other ways that we uh, communicate with one another. There's also Overflow.io that uh, we use for uh, creating these user flows and you know any IA or sitemaps that we need to create. So these are all really helpful tools that we use uh, for our uh, you know day to day basis. Uh, yeah, I mean, Design Sprint is something that uh, was, you know, developed by Jake Knapp. Uh, he wrote a book about it uh, That that's basically how to solve big problems and test new ideas. Uh, what he suggested was a four to five day process for multidisciplinary teams. In our company, it's more of sales teams, the ad operations, the product team, analytics, uh, data, and the engineering team. And then for the testing phase, we have... Uh, uh, in, we involve the clients and the customers uh, to that, uh, to the last day uh, for uh, testing all the new ideas uh, that we uh, conducted during these design sprints. So in a general uh, basis, it's a four to five day you know, uh, workshop, but uh, since we work heavily towards Agile and Scrum environment, uh, we've cut down the process to a three day design sprint so Monday is usually dedicated for uh, understanding the problem and ideating. First half, the di- first half of the day, you know, is all about understanding the challenge, defining the problem, and then the long-term goal for the project, and uh, mapping exercise uh, to identify all the user pain points that you know come along with their journey, and and then identify a target area for that particular sprint. The same day, we also do sketch. Uh, so once the team has a good understanding of the problem, uh, the top rated, you know, uh, the top voted, how how might we questions, and then target the focus uh, uh, to that particular area it is that time to generate that solutions then so we sketch the ideas on paper so every team member has a different skill a skill level so you know you have to understand that as well uh, sales team or you know ad operations are not a great level <laughs> designers or you know uh, um, doodlers so they they might use just pen and paper to come up with a particular idea uh, some people uh, are comfortable with using invision freehand tool some people use miro uh, so there are different ways uh, how they're, you know, uh, sharing their uh, design ideas or solutions, uh, or this, uh, basically their sketches. Uh, and then once all of that is done, uh, they, we usually use a, a, which is a very, you know, general uh, uh, method. That is the Crazy Eight method, uh, which basically means coming up with eight different ideas in eight minutes. So everybody comes up with eight ideas, and then everybody gets to share their ideas. Uh, on Tuesdays, because this all day de- this all takes the whole Monday. So on Tuesday, we do uh everybody presents their ideas and then we decide and vote on the best ones. Once the best idea is decided and voted upon, we do prototyping. Uh that prototyping is more majorly done by designers and heavily on that side. Uh so then we after Tuesday, uh Wednesday is the time you know we uh spend most of the day. Uh, testing these ideas with the clients and the customers. So what works really well for us at uh, Zip is uh, we have uh, our own ad op- operations team and they have access to other clients as well. So we get to share uh, our ideas and prototypes with them and it's a very iterative process because they're very quick with their feedback. So once we get those feedback we try to, you know, involve that uh, and do, it, do a quick iteration of the changes and then finalize on the solution. So this is what we do on a basis of, uh, you know, a three-day sprint. And this, uh, uh, you know, the next two days uh, are then, because it's still Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday are uh, more aimed towards grooming and uh, planning. Because, uh, you know, all the idea that was proposed now needs to be put into a story in Jira and then shared with the engineering team. So one day is taken for grooming and the next day is taken for planning that uh, those stories and sizing them and then uh, preparing the product back- backlog and the sprint is ready. So when Design Sprint works together with uh, Scrum and an agile environment, you know, it brings uh, the design activities into the Scrum development process and it also helps... Uh, uh, for the whole team to actually uh, think more uh, in a more in a design driven way, uh, and follow that process, and uh, also build the feature backlog and solve the right problem within the context of the user. So the user is put on the uh, you know periphery here. Uh, and this design sprint can also be done for you know uh, there there are MVP products and then there are your regular you know legacy products, and you can do it for for both of them. For MVP, work, what we do is, uh, you know, you basically start with a sprint zero uh, to kick off the project to reduce the uncertainties. And then the outcome of it provides the team with a shared understanding of of the overall project vision builds, and builds, you know, a strong uh, alignment within the team and all the relevant stakeholders. So, you know, there's one common vision that everybody is seeing through. And it also builds uh, the dream, uh, you know, initial product backlog. So that's how it works. And then every other week that is to maintain the two week agile sprints. these design sprints are conducted. So this is for, you know, MVP that we do, uh, but for ongoing projects or the legacy products that you have, we can use these design sprints to discover new features or, you know, redesign existing features in between releases or scrum sprints it also helps in reviewing the project uh, vision, right? Renewing it and also uh, reviewing it and making sure that uh, we are working on the roadmap and also make the adjustment to adapt to the change in the market, right? So we have to be very adaptable and understand that whatever product and because technology is changing every day. And so we have to make sure that, you know, what we are doing is at par with the industry. So, yeah, that's how we basically... Work through a design sprint.
0: Okay, um, having understood the process, you know, um, I've got a detailed understanding of how exactly it works and what is the outcome of the whole process of mm-hmm. design sprint. What I would like to know more is that what are the challenges that you face when you you know you said that you manage the team, you work as a design manager as well, apart mm-hmm. from your job as a C- designer. Mm-hmm. Um, what really bothers people is giving feedback, remote feedback. How do you process that? How do you give feedback in such a way that it is positive, it is nice? And uh, what are the main challenges you face while conducting a design sprint? Uh,
1: I, I've i never, you know, like as design, n- not just as a design manager, but as a leader, you have to understand that everybody will have opinion. And especially as a designer, you have to, be prepared because, you know, everybody thinks that they know design, right? They know because every you put a question in front of a person and then everybody will come up with an idea. So, and you have to understand not all ideas are great, right? <laughs> so there has to be a balance, uh, but also you have to make sure that, you know, you hear everyone. So we, and we do that. So based on whatever feedbacks we get, we, we're always, you know, we we, we like to listen once we listen and we understand that this is something that makes sense uh, based on the product roadmap and the vision that we have and also uh, understanding the user's pain points, right? So when everything is put in context with uh, and aligned with and there is feedback that makes sense, we will use it. But if there is feedback that uh, is something, you know, that's uh, talking about X, Y, Z, stuff that is not relevant to the point that we are trying to focus on or the feature that we're trying to focus on then those feedback are just kept
0: yeah so how do you motivate your team members you know remotely to align okay. on the same. is oh, there something spe- yeah we
1: more? we do a lot of happy hours <laughs> what works for us is uh uh rush we have a russian team they love their vodka <laughs> So, you know, we we do these happy hours. We try to keep everybody's morals up. That's something that we have to make sure that's happening, right? Uh, so, I mean, uh, making sure that, you know, uh, everybody's uh, kept happy. We, uh, we do a lot of one-on-ones as well. So I uh, personally, I have a team of four designers with me. So I try to do my bi-weekly one-on-one with them. So that helps to, you know, keep that conversation going, understand if they're going through certain problems, you know, or just generally chat with them, because they everybody wants to be heard. And then having that conversation, even if it's like half an hour or 20 minutes, you know, uh, once in two weeks or whatever, that makes them feel uh, heard. And then also makes them feel happy that, you know, we're always in uh, con- talking to each other and then communicating. So that's really helpful. And then Uh, sharing pictures with each other right like your families uh, sharing your uh, highs and lows and so you know talking through uh, we have a whole uh, slack channel with uh, a baby section of uh, slack is devoted uh, to your babies you know and then there is a section of uh, pets offers and stuff like that you know to keep everybody uh, excited so you, you have to do different things We've also tried a lot of different happy hour sessions. We, we try to do a Netflix watch uh, party as well. So, you know, you, th- there are things that you would try to do and then, you know, work through to keep everyone, you know, happy. And uh, I think so most of it, it usually works. Sometimes people are not happy. So you have to hear them out, uh, listen to their problems. And sometimes uh, there are those are legit problems. Right. So uh, and you have to work through them.
0: Okay. So uh, you mentioned you have the specific Slack channel for, you know, kids and you have a specific yeah. Slack which is a really interesting thing. I'm not, I've not heard about this before. I don't mm-hmm. think it's very, very common. So can you tell us mm-hmm. about those moments that you share or while you're in a meeting and, you know, Arya is right there next to you? Do you have any positive and negative experiences around that?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there are tons, right? Every day, Arya will make some noise behind me. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's an it's it's become a thing that people know, right? Like, I have a daughter, I have a 17-month toddler who's running around the house uh, doing her thing. So that's become a normal thing. But then, you know, sometimes it is a challenge because sometimes there are stakeholders meetings and you have to be present, your video has to be turned on, uh, things like that, right? Like, and... Uh, And especially now with uh, Zip transitioning towards uh, Sinclair Broadcast and then we're having this acquisition going on, uh, things are changing as well, right? For us, it was more of a a startup culture that we were so used to and now we are getting into a bigger company and then, you know, that's changing. So the rules also change, right? Uh, And then we're trying to figure that out as well and then getting, uh, adapt to that situation as well. So initially, you know, we had our, uh zoom meetings where you know we made uh, people uh, made sure that people can you know be comfortable in however you want to you know do these meetings if, even if it's video off we are fine with that uh but now it's it's changing and now every time we have a call we want to the video to be on so I mean that becomes a challenge right and me especially as a mom I can talk for myself uh, as a mom I'm, I'm trying to multitask here so sometimes you know I don't feel like a video on call is helpful to me uh, and you, so what do you do in that case so I, I can talk about something you know last Friday I was on a call a twelve thirty p.m call and that's the time when actually Arya sleeps and she fell on uh, she fell asleep on my lap and uh, the call started. So I was like, what do I do now? Should I turn my video on or just keep it off? But then I'm like, you know, why not? So I turned my video on and she was sleeping on my lap. And, you know, so, I mean, there are things that happen on a day-to-day basis. And you have to make sure that you are doing what you can the best way. But then also make sure... Uh, that that the other person involved also sees that effort, right? Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so every nobody had a problem. In fact, they were all appreciative of the, you know, the thing that I do in, on a daily basis. So, yeah.
0: All right. Um, what I would like to know more about is, you know, uh, you've shared the entire process of conducting a design sprint, and uh, you've shared your entire experience of remote working with us, which is a really, really valuable um you know information for us and our mm-hmm. audience so what i would like to know more about is like you know on our ending note like more about design sprint the agile process and uh, could you share an experience with us that you faced while conducting a design sprint
1: oh uh, if you ask me one experience i mean I, I i i think so there are so many different experiences with design sprint sometimes uh uh you know uh one of our uh I can talk about one uh, experience where the sales uh, rep who was involved uh, was not understanding the whole concept. So, you know, uh, when we gave a little bit of uh, information in the beginning, because we always uh, try to make sure that, you know, uh, everybody's ready with with the tools that they need before the meeting actually starts. And he was not prepared. So he came unprepared. Uh, He did not have access to... Miro, he did not have, so he, he did not download the app, he did not, you know, do a lot uh, that was needed uh, before the meeting starts. So, you know, you have these kinds of uh, experiences and then, I mean, because you don't want to waste the time of others uh, trying to onboard this guy uh, in the system of the workshop. So we had another team member go, you know, help him online, but then uh, separately. So while we were already start, we already started the process of uh, the workshop. Uh, he was still getting trained on, you know, getting all the, you know, tools added to his uh, laptop and getting that uh, fixed. So, you know, things like these happen, but then it's like, you have to be quick and adapt to it, right? Like... Okay, think uh, through it and then make sure that, you know, every nobody's time is wasted because everybody's here. Uh, as is, you know, people are not very, uh, a lot of companies are not comfortable devoting a design sprint on, you know, uh, creating these product features and stuff like that. They, the idea is still, you know, new to them. So you have to make sure that everybody and all the stakeholders are kept happy. Uh, and then given the and given the importance uh, that uh, you know they deserve and then sometimes you know you have to make make it work so yeah i mean uh, you can't be wasting time for of, of everyone because there are like 10 people involved in these meetings and then if one person is not uh, ready that doesn't mean like all the other nine people have to wait for him so yeah things like that happen but i would also talk about uh, some good experiences with design sprint uh and i i think you know these design sprints are obviously helpful for understanding of new you know product features and stuff that we do on a daily basis uh, whenever we are doing an mvp so right now we are working on a new product and there is uh, uh, that's uh, a minimal viable product that we are going through so that's really helpful but then i also think that design sprints are helpful uh, for any new hires that you're having right like any any new employee getting uh Uh, onboarded in the HR system also should be going through these sprints because it's more of a workshop right where uh, the new person can get involved with the teams uh, they can talk through uh, they can understand other people and they can also understand the product right Uh, and then also meet everyone and this process becomes a very you know uh, light process because it's like they're involved they're also contributing with their own ideas and they feel you know uh their their motivations are up because they are also contributing and then they feel that they 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 were a part of something they were a part of something useful right so i think so these uh, design sprints are very helpful and i, I have received uh, a couple of feedbacks from our new employees uh, new hires as well that you know this uh, these design sprints were very helpful for them to just have that you know uh, as an onboarding process and also also getting to know the team as well
0: okay so um i am taking more time than i told you from you i'm really sorry but it is just getting very interesting and on a last note uh, what i would really like to know what are the key strengths of a design sprint if you have to note it down in like five points and why should everyone follow this process i mean why would you recommend it
1: the key strength is that because every the people that are involved in it right uh, i would say because everybody is coming from a different background one for us is ad you know somebody coming from ad operations team somebody is coming from sales team uh, somebody is from data analytics team so they're all coming with their own specialized skills and all of them involved and understanding of a problem right once they understand the problem and everybody is thinking through their lenses so once everybody thinks through their lenses the solutions are you know going to be legit and they all these solutions uh, will solve that problem so whenever somebody is thinking they're thinking with their uh, respective skills and that's why these design sprints really work because then you get those ideas actually turned, you know, like it's it's getting the skills utilized in the best possible way. Uh, and you have to also understand that all these uh, ideas that they come through, uh, they're not designers. So they, they might uh, come up with an idea, which on paper makes sense. But then when you have to design it, you need to involve the designers on it so they 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 can come up with the ideas but then eventually you are the one who's actually you know creating the solution so that's why i feel like having all these skilled people involved in and on this and the stakeholders involved in this process is really key to having a design a good design sprint
0: Okay. Um, Thank you, Jutsana, for your time. And thank you for sharing all this valuable information with us. And uh, I've had a great time listening to you. Thank you for taking out time for this. Thank
1: thank you for having me. I mean, it's been a pleasure. And I hope I was able to give some good insights.
0: Don't doubt that for a moment. It was amazing knowing everything that you said on the show.
1: Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me.
0: So that was the conversation with Jyotsna Gupta, covering key insights about design sprints and a very honest take on working from home. Thank you for listening to us. This was Priyanka Jeff in Design Wise from QAD42.